Welcome to The Social Minute, the podcast that looks at the social network minute by minute. Today we are going to be covering minute number 87, which goes from 1 hour 26 minutes to 1 hour 26 minutes and 59 seconds. And we start the minute with the end of the race. Um, or should I say a long shot uh, of the stands. Um, and the uh, the in the hall of the Mountain King finishes with some uh, big kind of keyboard stabs. Um, and then we cut inside to see the Dutch being given their trophies. Um, and then uh, Cameron walks from one room to the other to meet Tyler. Uh, to help us distinguish, Tyler has gelled his hair back while uh, Cameron's hair is natural. Um, and they talk with the... Um, <laughs> the Prince of Monaco, uh, His Serene Highness, uh, and they talk about the closeness of the race and how brutally close it was. Uh, it was a tremendous race, but it was brutally close. Uh, Prince Albert leaves uh, to go talk to the Dutch because, of course, why would he want to talk to the losers when he could talk to the winners? Um, and <laughs> uh, Divya is there and, um, you know, uh, they apologize to Divya saying, you know, I'm sorry you had to fly all the way over to see that. And he goes, I wouldn't have missed it, brother. Um, and then, you know, Cameron is, is kind of getting worked up a little bit saying, you know, I just wanted him to tell me a couple more times how close the race was. Just a couple more times. It was brutally, brutally close. And that's where the minute finishes. Um, and uh, joining me to talk about today is Alice Lawrence. Hello, Alice. Hey. Um, so, yeah, you know, this is uh, the kind of the aftermath of the, the race, uh, the loss. Uh, we see the Dutch getting their trophies, uh, which is um, not accurate. Um, the, <laughs> at the actual race, uh, the Henry Regatta, Henley Regatta, should I say, uh, the uh, the trophies are awarded outside in like a marquee, uh, not inside in like a you know some kind of dining room or whatever. Mm. Um, but I guess that would have been a bit awkward for them to go from there to being inside. So you know, David Fincher obviously wanted to combine them into one shot. Um, so we see the Dutch and then we turn from that room into this room and then we follow uh, Cameron as he meets up with uh, His Serene Highness uh, Prince Albert II of Monaco. Um, and uh, the guy who's playing him looks really like Prin the Prince of Monaco, He's mm. uh, who has like a receding hairline and... He's, I don't know. He, he, I, I just thought he's, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's really kind of, he really looks like him. It's, it's kind of crazy. Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, the, uh, the, I should say the royal family from Monaco, uh, they have an estimated value of roughly one billion. Uh, obviously, you know, they make most of their money from uh, being a, you know, like a, I don't know, a tax haven uh, in Europe. Uh, Monaco yeah. is obviously well known for that. Um, and of course, um, you know, uh, the Prince of Monaco, uh, Albert II, his mother was Grace Kelly. Um, uh, mm. Also, obviously, the, you know, the princess consort of Monaco after she married um, his father, who I think was Rainier III or something like that. Something was a, like that yeah. He's got a weird name. Yeah. So um, in a roundabout way, I guess if you watch that uh, terrible um, <laughs> Grace, what was it? The Princess of Monaco? What was that? That film oh. that came out a couple of years ago about her um, Gosh, that had, um, I think it was, was it, um, I'm trying to remember now. Used to be married to Tom Cruise. Oh, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, yeah, was playing uh, Grace. Or unless I'm thinking of a different film, but I think it's that film. Um, that film was not good. Oh, I saw no. that film at cinema. It was not good. Oh. Um, but that was it. that's his mother. His mother is... It's kind of weird to think of him as being the, the son of Grace Kelly, but <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's worth a lot. He's been on the throne since uh, 2005. So in the events depicted in this film, he was just the Prince of Monaco. He wasn't... He hadn't yet as, as, got, got taken the title of Albert II. He was, he was literally just um, uh, 
I think his father was quite elderly and he was just, you know, ready to assume the throne, like roughly a, a year after the events in this film. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it's quite interesting just because, you know, um, they talk about, he talks about how, you know, like his, his father was a, a rower. Um, and then obviously they go on about how close the race was and how normally races of this distance aren't won by that close of a margin. Um, and, you know, like I said yesterday, that was how close the race was. It was a very, it was out of all the races that took place that year in 2004, it was literally one of the closest, uh, other than the race against Cambridge by Harvard uh, to qualify for that. Um, and, you know, so it's, it's, it's kind of funny that, you know, Prince Albert is kind of just brought, brought over and says it was brutally close. Um, and as Tyler goes to introduce their teammates, um, the aide to the prince just goes, I'm sorry, you'll have to excuse us. And I love how Prince Albert is like, on to the Dutch, and off he goes. And he's, well, yeah, and they didn't, you know, they didn't want to show the teammates. We don't care about the teammates in this. I was thinking about that <laughs> in the last minute as well. And it's yeah. like, oh, no, 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 no extras for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't have to pay money to all those other guys who were sitting in the boat. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of funny. Yeah, I I just like that the prince he he talks about Jack Kelly, who obviously was the father of Grace Kelly, and who was a you know who was known as a, a good you know a rower as well. So it it's it's kind of weird. Just in passing, they mention someone so famous, uh, just out of nowhere. Um, you know, obviously he's introduced as His Royal Highness Prince Albert here because he hasn't taken the, he hasn't become kind of um, you know the ruler of Monaco yet. As ruler of Monaco, he takes the title His Serene Highness. Uh, which I think is a wonderful yeah, title to give someone. Yeah, I read that like they would have known not to, yeah to call him Serene Highness. I didn't catch that it was him at first either. So when he was saying, you know, your Highness, I was like, that came out of nowhere. Was that supposed to be like a, <laughs> a dick move? You know, like okay, your Highness. <laughs> No, it's the proper address. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do I do like though that he kind of he compliments him, you know, he's like brilliant race. I've never seen a race that close. Obviously he missed the race the previous day then I guess. Um and I love how Tyler is kind of reluctantly acknowledging like yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, it was a close race. Um and then of course, you know, like have you ever seen a race that close? And of course Tyler says, uh no, mile and a half races are more commonly won by a boat length or two. Um, and they they won by you know less than a third. They lost sorry by less than a third of a boat length. So that is quite you know that is quite remarkable considering normally you can't see the other boat when you win. Um, and it's I don't know it's I kind of I just kind of love how yeah how the, you know the aide immediately takes the prince away just as Tyler wants to introduce more people. You know he's acknowledged it was close. They've had a bit of a chat about Jack Kelly and then that's it. He's off. You know he's off to see the next person. Um, but I I know I also like how um, you know. Uh, the aide is talking to Tyler before we see Tyler. Um, and then we get brought into the room um, on the back of Cameron. Like the camera follows Cameron into the room. And then that's when Tyler introduces his brother just as he he enters the room. And he's like, you know, this is my brother Cameron. Uh, again, the Winklevoss twins in this film have a habit of either introducing themselves or introducing each other. Just so you know who is who. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a help. Yeah, I, was, I was thinking more of like for like camera tricks because they're, well, I mean... Though, well, they're, they're not playing, it's not one actor playing both. Like, it is, but it's like they had, like, a stand-in guy, you know, playing the other brother. But I don't yeah. know. I thought that was kind of, like, the trick of it is that you can't, you know, necessarily have two of, you know, two people played by one actor in the same place. So it's like a trick kind of thing just to have the body and not the, the face. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think uh, if I remember correctly on this scene, it's Josh Pence who's walking into the room with his face digitally replaced. 
And then as he gets introduced, then it's obviously Army Hammer that's being introduced because they, they change camera shots then so they can have the two of them uh, in the same room. But it's a nice little trick to have, to, you know, have one twin walk in and you can see the other twin so you, that you can kind of see them together for like a, a few seconds. Um, you know, yeah. of course, the digital stuff in this film is amazing. Um, <laughs> it, you, you, Although, I was, you know. I, yeah, I was, I was just reading, though, there were a couple times where, like, you see for a moment, you know, Josh Pence's face, you know, for a second. And then you're like, that's not army hammer so yeah I, on some of the it messed up a couple times apparently i was scared to go look back again. <laughs> on some of the kind of wider shots they didn't bother doing the replacement and, and some of the rowing shots as well like uh i think in this race as well there's one or two of uh, the rowing shots in yesterday's minute where they had army hammer sitting at the front and they had josh pence behind him so for a couple of shots they didn't bother replacing his face because there was no need because because you know you're only looking at army hammer really at front you're not looking for yeah. josh pence at the back um but yeah I, I i know i still love that little it's such a wonderful little shot because you see the dutch then he turns and then he goes into the room and then you know it's a nice little camera move to kind of bring you into it um and the fact that you know the aide is already talking to tyler um and then he introduces prince albert you know just after tyler's introduced his brother so it's it's such a like i don't know other films kind of do this a bit kind of clunky but they do this so well where you have people introducing each other in a setting where you would you would have to do introductions. And so it means that for the rest of the scene, you know who's Cameron is, you know who Tyler is, without having to be told. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then, then of course, I love how... Uh, I mean, it's taken, it's taken a while, but Cameron finally gets mad. Uh, throughout, throughout most of the film, he's been fairly sensible. Um, and yet it takes, the, you know, the the Prince of Monaco saying to him it was a brutally close race for him to go. I just wanted him to, t- you know, wanted him to tell me how, how a couple more times how close the race was. And I, I love how he kind of has finally got angry, whereas Tyler, who's normally the hot-headed one, is kind of being kind of sensible here. Um, and I do like, you know, that Divi is like, I wouldn't have missed it, brother. You know, like, it's, it's a kind of like for most of the film, you know, the only kind of friendship that we've seen, you know, portrayed has been Mark and um, Eduardo. So it's nice just to get a little bit here of obviously, you know, the, they're apologizing for Divya having flown all the way out here. And Divya's like, no, you know, you're my friends. That's what, you know, this is what friends do, particularly super wealthy friends like <laughs> like Divya and the Winklevoss twins. You know, you fly to Henley to watch them race for six minutes and lose and then have some champagne afterwards. Um, you know, uh, which obviously with them, I think at this time they were 20, I want to say. Um, they might have even been 21. But obviously the drinking age in this country is 18. So maybe that's why Divya flew there was because he knew he'd get like a beer legally. Um, that's what I was thinking about with the, I don't know if it was in, in a next minute or something where it was like, I need a drink. And I was like. Oh, well, depending how old they are. It's. I think it is. In, I mean, it doesn't matter there, but yeah. yeah, it is in the next minute where they they you know they kind of get a drink out of frustration. <laughs> um, but I, Adivia already has like he's already pouring himself something when they when they arrive at him. So, um, but yeah, I I don't know if it's just Divya was just like, well, I don't mind flying all the way over there for like a couple of days because I know I can drink as much as I want without any kind of penalty, um, yeah. without any for, fear of having to um, show ID or anything like that. Um, because they're supposed to be like maybe I, I know Mark is like a sophomore like I, I think they're older so I don't know if they're supposed to be like 19 or although it's, well no it's Harvard so it's I mean it's just regular college age probably uh, yeah they were born in 81 so how old would they have been in 2004 
I want to say 23, but that sounds that sounds yeah. too old. But I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe I'm I'm correct. But I feel like they were older than Mark. So weren't they the ones that were like some sophomore did this? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they must have been seniors because they were 23. So well, probably. I mean, it depends when they were born, but they were probably 22, 23. Uh, actually, uh, they were born in August. Um, their their birthday was the was the 21st of August. Uh, they turned 38. Uh, so yeah, so they, like, this was raced in July of that year, so they would have been 22. So I'm guessing this is just after graduation for them. They would have, they, like, you know, the last thing they did before they graduate probably would have been race for Harvard, um, at at this competition, um, and lose. So, you know, they let the side down, quite frankly. Uh, but yeah, I just love, we get a tight, just a tiny bit of their friendship here. You know, we get to see Divya being like, you know don't worry about it i've you know i flew all the way out here you lost it doesn't matter you know like we're friends that's what we do um you know i don't know if i would i would think that the winklevoss twins would fly somewhere to see divya lose something (laughs) but um you know divya is a good friend and you know he's you know he's he's kind of it's it's funny as well because obviously after harvard um the, the the winklevoss twins uh went to uh oxford um so they also rode for the Oxford um, boat race Oxford, in Oxford Cambridge uh, boat race. So they they were also in two in two thousand and ten they did their MBA at Oxford. So they rode for both um, <laughs> Harvard and also for Oxford, uh, which is uh, kind of you know it's and then of course they went off to the Olympics and got sixth place in Beijing, um, and it didn't really matter because they are multi-billionaires <laughs> so um you know who who later on invested in bitcoin and made millions from it so wow you know uh they they you know they've done okay but uh yeah so but you know in this particular case they were losers uh but yeah i do i do love that it's finally flipped over and cameron is now the frustrated and angry one and tyler is the sensible one <laughs> it's taken almost the entire film to get to that point um you know and uh and you know we get divya kind of you know being a friend uh which i kind of like um but i also like how disinterested um prince albert is in the whole thing (laughs) he's just like my granddad was a rower that's it i'm going to see the dutch the winners you know they're around the corner i'm gonna go see them instead um i just kind of like how briefly he speaks with them you know like he's he's like he's got to kind of say something to the losers but he doesn't really want to spend all day with them so um you know he's off uh but i also do like the title is like let me introduce our teammates and then he gets cut off and that's it um i think he was going to introduce the cox um who was called dave apparently um but we never get that far um but uh yeah so is there anything else that needs to be said about this minute i mean was he just kind of trying to push off everything to his teammates or or was he just kind of genuinely nice like oh they made every you know they made it all happen you know (laughs) Too, you know what I mean? So I don't know if it's kind of like get out of our face. Here's our teammate. <laughs> Tell them. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, you know, he's part of an eight-man crew. I guess he's got to introduce the other six guys at some point, um, yeah. and their cocks, of course, um, who was sitting at the at the one end yelling at the top of his voice, uh, which is what coxes do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, I kind of just like how how Prince Albert is in and out so quickly. Like within the space of this minute, he arrives and then he's gone <laughs> before before Tyler could even introduce him to anyone else. Uh, you know, just a tiny bit of a talk about how close boat boat races have won by. I li- I like the description in the screenplay. Cameron is thinking about starting a war with Monaco right now, so he lets his <laughs> yeah. brother do the talking. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, uh, there are some of the little asides that Aaron Sorkin puts in here that are quite funny. 
um, you know, just about the kind of uh, it's interesting because like he describes as well, you know, uh, he says Cameron and Tyler are watching the Dutch team have their um, picture taken with their newly won trophy in the press room. And, you know, Tyler doesn't want to watch anymore. And he steps into the reception room. Um, obviously, they they didn't do that. Like they had they had the kind of award ceremony, but they didn't do it the way that Sorkin kind of had envisaged it, which was like it being in a separate place to this reception room. Um, in, and also, you know, instead of Tyler entering, you know, Cameron enters while Tyler's already in there. Uh, so I guess Tyler had already made a choice that he didn't want to see the Dutch being presented with their trophy, uh, which of course would in a in a real boat race, uh, if you didn't at least stand on the steps while the other people got their trophies, that would be bad form. You wouldn't just leave. Yeah. You know, if you lost, you have to stand there and you know you can't be a bad loser. That you know you've got to at least yeah. watch. Again, again that that tie to to Facebook and you know no we're 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 men. We're gonna you know stand here. We're gonna be dignified. You know, that kind of loss for them as well with Facebook. Yeah. They kind of at first were like, okay, you know what? Nope. We're dignified. We're men, you know. Um, so I don't think there's anything else to say about this minute. So uh, let's go to the Tuesday question, uh, which is when did you join Facebook? If you are aware of that information. What? When did I join Facebook? I'm like on my Facebook now to try to really figure it out. I, I Yeah. I mean, I was trying to think of like how long the passage of, of time has been. I mean, my, my MySpace was probably like middle school. I would say middle school, I would think. Let's see here. Oh, it's, oh, it tells me. Thank you, Facebook. It says, well, it says joined August 2007. That seems really weird. I feel like it would have been before that, maybe. Maybe. I Yeah, I guess so. I You know, I was just having someone was telling me, yesterday when i was watching this that well do you remember when you could you had to say like what connection you you know you had at first and that you know you were at this high school or this you know whatever this college and that you could only friend people in your own bubble which i don't know if i remember that exactly it's been interesting to see in this movie how facebook used to look and all that kind of stuff too so yeah I think uh, I'm trying to remember that when you, <laughs> when you first, when when it was still colleges when you joined you could only make friends with people in who identified as being in that college, you couldn't make friends with people mm. at other and then they expanded that out so you could make friends with people in other schools uh, and then when they opened it up to the public I remember when I joined, um, they did a thing where you were kind of you had to pick like a work network so it's like you work at this place and that had its own network and you could only make friends with people from that network or people from your you know school uh and then later on they added like the ability to make friends with basically anybody um but yeah so uh i think you're way earlier than me because i don't think i joined until like 2008 ish um so if you're on there 2007 um but i mean it was open to the public in september 2006 so before that point, you had you oh, had to be okay. Because I was like, I didn't. I thought I'd have it in like two thousand five or you know two thousand four. <laughs> like, why didn't I have it since its launch? Yeah, I was confused. <laughs> yeah, so you would have been. Rest- you would have, uh, there's been some guests who I've had on who were who went uh, who as they got to university they were allowed once they got their edu address to actually to join Facebook. Um, you know. I, yeah, I could remember that. I guess, I guess so. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Maybe, although college is college, the fact that I had it, you know, in high school, yeah, the fact that I had it right before high school, or in high in high school, I think. Yeah. But yeah, that's interesting. 
Uh, There'd be no EDU address then. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, because there were some high schools who had EDUs as well. Uh, it wasn't just um, institutions of higher learning, should we say. Uh, there was that episode okay. of The Simpsons where um, they, they moved to um, Cypress Creek because um, Homer goes to work for Hank Scorpio. Um, and as they as they get to like the school, it has like a, a website and it has a .edu address. <laughs> and it was like, oh. and that's that's like an episode from like 1997 or something like that, 98. So, um, yeah, so EDUs have been around for quite a while. But obviously, you know, that was the restriction joining Facebook. Uh, was having an edu to start off with but uh yeah some i don't think it was particularly widespread amongst like high schools and stuff uh to get like edu mm-hmm. addresses but you know uh I th- mostly it was like a uh, higher education where you could get that um yeah well uh, and then yeah and then i'm in like middle school i had like myspace which i'm thinking back i'm like how did i even <laughs> how did i even do anything i mean I, i'm kind of thinking even kind of even was watching as I'm watching the movie, I was kind of like, how was Facebook more revolutionary? Just that MySpace was so out there, so, you know, make friends with any, any you know, creep in, I don't know, Pakistan. I don't know. I can't find this like a far-flung <laughs> country. But, you know, you could be friends with anyone. It's not like your community. It could be your community. I don't know. Like, how was Facebook this novel idea, you know? Uh, so, well, then let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug, Alice? See, well, I've guested on a ton of podcasts. And if you, well, message me and then tell me that you heard me on here. And you can add me on Facebook, Alice Lauren. Um, I'll, I'll spell my whole name, A-L-I-C-E-L-A-U-R-E-N. And then my Twitter is Ali Mej, A-L-I-M-E-Z-H. Um, please don't Google Prince Albert. That was something I was very afraid of. And just, yeah, just my, my plug to all of you, don't Google Prince Albert. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess if you haven't got, if you haven't got, <laughs> you haven't got safe search on, then yeah, it will bring up some, uh, some results. No, 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 want. no. Thank God. Yeah. Mm. Google's great because it like gives you, you know, Prince Albert ring, Prince Albert of Monaco. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Hope that Prince Albert didn't have any special wedding rings or anything, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you can find us on MySpace at myspace.com slash the social minute or on Twitter at social minute or on Facebook at the social minute podcast. Thanks once more for being my guest here today, Alice. Thank you so much. And I'll see you tomorrow.